Is it wide open, huh? Well, all day. Had to meet at 11, 1 at 1, and you're at 3, and 1 at 530. So well, I'll, I'll, I'll be brief. I'll be brief here. Um, so it's good to see you. Yeah, great to see you. And I believe. I said, hey, next time. Do you ever see, you, have you met Jim Rawls yet? I have not. Uh, I, he's come in and out of the office sometimes when I haven't been there, and, uh, but I know I'll meet him one day soon. Yeah, nice guy. Bernie, did, did Florence get squared away as far as you know? Yep, yep, I was thinking good. All good? Okay. Thank Great. you. Wonderful. Well, I hope that's, so Florence. Hope that's good. Uh, had a part on a unit that uh, kept on acting up, and the guys who were ready to come out there, they were waiting on a part, and it's been about heading on about two weeks. So um, we were out there. So we were out there. I was out there to tie yesterday. So I was like, um, well, let me try see if they can get the part. Is you know maybe they can read something faster. So they were able to come out there and yeah, yeah. So I was able to get them to come out there and get it squared away and. Top of the road, so we're yeah. good. You get what you pay for. Well, we're good. Well, we're good. So I, but I, I just want to follow. Speaking of, so somebody good. called me this morning and I went, "Wait a minute, we're not paying the bill." She said, "No, ma'am." She said, "We haven't sent the bill yet. I want to know where to send it." And it was evidently back when my all the, you know, when the heat, when the air went out, mm-hmm. for the thing for Parker, yeah. and they, and Total Comfort had somebody else. Is it DBA or? Yeah, uh, the electrician DBA. Yeah. Electrician. DAB or something like that, yeah. Something like that. Anyway, they hadn't sent a bill, and, but I thought they were calling to say you hadn't paid it, and I said, time out, we, we pay our bills. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, man, we hadn't sent it yet. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, what I'll do, because I didn't know where we were across the table or whatever, but I just kind of hold them up and we can kind of pass them around. But our, just a brief little agenda here. I was going to go over the physical assessment that we found, the financial assessment, uh, recommendations. I've got a recommendation toward the end that we'll talk about. If it looks like something we want to move forward, we can do what we call co-author a solution. That's where you say, hey, take this out. We'll do that. Vernon will do this part or whatever. That's the, that's the co-authoring part. And then agree upon next steps after this. I can go on down the road or we can agree upon what to do next. And I, I put this little picture here to show our territory. I know last time we talked about other offices, but just want to pass that over. That's our, 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 our footprint there. Um, and then, of course, the link service, that's our franchise. I'd just like to reiterate that at the beginning. So South Carolina, North Carolina, and Georgia? Right. Uh, but, but mainly but in those, Augusta mainly and Augusta, Charlotte. That's what I say. Augusta and Charlotte. It's not all into North yeah, Carolina, yeah. not all into yeah, Georgia yet, but we're working yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Uh, but Florence, Greenville, Charleston, that's our yeah, well-established, well right. Oh, okay. And you guys are, I think, renting there. What yeah. I that's the only building that we um, lease. Lease, and okay. And it's supposed to finally be up. It's been a long-term contract and a bridge. and all. It's supposed to finally be up the end of June of 23. That's so. We'll see. They keep saying it's going to be over with and over with, but we'll see, right, Vernon? Oh, yeah. Uh, I I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but if you remember from the last meeting, this is that iceberg that we talked about, the the different costs with the financial piece. If we need to talk about, uh, normally I help people fill this out as far as getting the power bills and, and looking at energy wasted from the systems being cleaned. I don't think we're going to need that, but that's always something that we do uh, for folks. Uh, as far as the objectives we talked about last time, uh, overall comfort for the staff and the veterans here, that was the main 
goal, uh, the administration office and the 18 bed facility that you've got. Uh, uptime and reliability, that, that's obviously a big deal, um, making sure that they have cool heating and cooling. Minimize the administrative time and Vernon's uh, labor's an issue, having to be everywhere that you are covering all that and the headaches of having to deal with that. That's what we call administrative involvement. Uh, reducing the utility bill, so, some of the photos I'll show you, I'm confident we could help you there. Overall operating costs would go down with the a program we're talking about. And then uh, provide a proactive approach to, to address any, any kind of unplanned major repairs. Trying to head those off is, is what I'm here to talk about. Okay. Um, and, and then potentially assisting with other locations if it makes sense. Um, this is, I'll, I'll pass this over to you. This is our uh, three different programs and I like to show this up front just so you can be thinking about what we're, uh, the three different options. It's, it's basically a good, better, and a best, okay? The, uh, the best program is what we call our full coverage program. If anything, like a compressor breaks or a motor breaks, it would be covered by us. So obviously there's an incentive there to make sure it's not going to break. Uh, the, the middle option, which is the better program, we'll still do the preventative maintenance We'll still do the quarterly checks uh, and filter changes, but if something needs to be um, fixed, we'll just say, hey, Vernon, this is gonna cost X, and, and, and it's just kind of, a, kind of the way you're doing it now. Um, and then the, the good option would be, we'll come by once a quarter. If we notice something needs to be cleaned, we'll recommend the preventative maintenance and a bill you for that. So I'm gonna pass these around too. So, First of all, Ann, do you have any questions about those three different programs just from a 30,000 foot level? Yeah, no. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Good, better, best there, I like to call it. Uh, so I, the photos are in order from the way that we walked through with Vernon, starting up in the attic. Uh, this was unit one. It, it, what I want to point out here is we have a, a hole that's cut out here that would allow us to get in there and, once a year and clean the coil. That, that's what that big hole is there for access. Mm -hmm. um, they had tape on this here to, to keep it from whistling. Uh, and we pulled that back and got in there and I looked at it. Uh, we pulled the filter out. Uh, they were, I don't know if this is the right size filter. Yeah, I don't think it. Because it was kind of crammed in there. We had to push it in there to get it, uh, to get it all the way in. but. That's something that needs to be fixed. Just the wrong size filter. Wrong size filter. Uh, pretty basic there. But Why would they do that? Uh, well, I think when they put them in, or whoever put them in, they have them in there, they have the wrong size set for it. There's like a sleeve that it's supposed to go in. And I think there's like a general size that some of them have, and then some don't, or if they don't match so that, if then. So they'll, if it don't fit, force it? Yeah, as, as compared to leaving one out of it, you know, until you get the right one. This is the, the, the coil. So one of the main thing I was trying to do is get in there, look at the coil. That's the main part when all the air flows through that if it's clogged up or dirty, it causes uh, all the other air to flow over it, you know, but I'm not quite sure what that is at, at the back there. I tried to zoom in, um, but that kind of stuff will build up um, as far as the, 
annual coil cleaning, that's an important part of the, the main preventative maintenance. Well, that's nasty looking, whatever it is. I know. It, it, that is, sometimes stuff will get back there and it just starts to grow because dust will attach to it and cling to it and it's cold, wet, and moist. And so that's a, that's a real important piece. Uh, we went to number two. Uh, I, I wanted to point out too, on, on these systems, they all have different P-traps and, and the P-trap is very important from a clean out standpoint because if we're not careful, that'll back up and you'll have water coming through the mm, ceiling. Yeah, we've had it. Been there, done that. Okay, well, part of the problem is it's not accessible to really get out and, and clean it. Um, this one, for example. Because of how it's installed? Because how, how the pipe is run. So uh, right here, this, this pipe is, is right into the pan. So basically, if the first primary clogs up, it's gonna flow over to the, into the pan, and that's great. But then the pan's gonna just over, it's gonna start going out this side and go out. So it could run for months or years and nobody know it or do anything about it because it, it's, it runs, 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 runs. Ideally, there's a valve here that would be off. And so when that fills up, there's a switch, a sensor switch, a level switch that would cut off the unit so you know, hey, we got a problem up there. We need to go check it. And that's a good thing. You go up there and you find that the pan's full, it cut off. And that's the problem avoided. Uh, what happens a lot of times when we have the leakage, it overflows the first drain, then it starts to overflow the second drain, it keeps flowing and flowing and flowing until all of a sudden this one clogs up, and then you've got both of them backed up, and then it overflows the pan. So I would encourage us to look for the sensor and make sure we have a, a float switch there, but also get a valve because if it does fill up, we can open the valve and drain it out, but yet it cut off the system to, so that it doesn't keep overflowing. You know. uh, this one had sort of the same issue. It, it just, normally we'd have a, um, a, a connection there where we could undo it and take it off and clean down in there. We like to put on these long runs like this because it's really going down and all the way down. Yeah. We'll uh, take it off and shoot a carbon CO2 in there and, and really shoot it out and clean it out to make sure squirrels nest, not squirrels nest, but little mice don't get in there. Sometimes we see them come up the drain. Um, but sometimes people clean out the P-trap real well, but they don't get that whole line going all the way down. Um, so there's no real way to get in here, take it apart and do that at this point. So I, that's a simple cut and put a little mm. quick kinetic in there. So that can be fixed is what oh, you're saying? Yes, ma'am. Is this uh, shot of the what? In other words, you know, when we, just redid, over time. This, when we redid this building, uh, we, we bought it, we yeah. owned it in 1996. Gotcha. So we probably both bought it in, I don't know, 95 it was a HUD thing. Uh, I mean, some another HUD was involved, I forgot the deal. Because we have to keep using it for whatever we have to for X number of years. Do you know, do you know the rules on that? I don't even no. know. But anyway, I mean, it's our building. Um, but but when we had it rehabbed, I think about, I'm trying to remember, I think Weatherly did it. Mm. And I don't know why we went with them, I don't remember, but 
Is it just shoddy workmanship that causes this kind of stuff, or is it just overtime combination of both? And you don't. These are really nice. old too, so they've been here a while. Um, I don't think it's it's not, it's not something that was done. You know, well, last twenty six. I, I know we have the building twenty six years ago. Maybe they didn't redo stuff when they did it right. because this used to be dentist office, gotcha. doctor's offices. So they were working with the best that they had, trying to make it work. Probably, I, yeah. Because I don't know really know. Since the 60s. Um, so this one had the same. And what I did was I put number two, number one there, just so we can kind of keep them straight. A lot of times people say, well, "Where's that? Where's that piece?" And it's hard to remember. They all kind of blend together. Uh, but th there's a lot of insulation in this um, pan that on our quarterly checks we would clean all that out uh, another key thing that i noticed they're not putting these um i didn't see any signs of tablets we like to put it's like a chlorine type tablet that'll keep the pan flowing it'll keep the drain line flowing and help not allow those uh buildups of of Calcium, or calcium, or whatever yeah. to build up. It just it just keeps it flowing well. So that's a simple tab that we put in there. We're doing the PMs. Um, nothing to show there except that I, I was trying to show the age of the equipment. There's a, a good bit of rust going on. Nothing to do today, but I like to show this because when it comes time for six years from now, five years from now, we talk about equipment upgrades. You, you know what it looked like when we were in there. Uh, that was an older unit. We looked at those coils. You can pass that over there to her, please. Those were pretty dirty. Um, I don't think they had been cleaned in a while, but the back right there, you can see particularly. Where is this located? Right above, but that's the second unit. That's just nasty. Yeah. Okay. And that's, it just builds. It starts to build up, you know. Um, number three. And it's in, that's in the attic. So the good news is you only have six of them. Uh, only six. Uh, so it's manageable. But uh, number, uh, as far as uh, we got to it all within about an hour looking at all of them. But this number three, it was, uh, this one was a little disturbing. The, the heating was disconnected. We noticed that the heat part was disconnected. And, and the, 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 uh, I'll pass that over there. The refrigerant line was over the walkway. So there's a little walkway and there's units on this side, units on this side. And there's a, the, the refrigerant line was right over the walkway. It, I would love to see it like put kind of some kind of PVC pipe over it or something so people don't step on it and crush it. Mm. It, it, it could be a simple fix, but if somebody steps on that and it's just soft copper, you know, that, that could cause a lot of yeah. expensive, expensive. And the heat's totally disconnected from where? From well, the, the electrical. I know, but I said, so, we're, we're, so where are so, we not getting the heat? In the winter, when it comes time to cut it on, there won't be heat. That was unit, th unit three. That's the one right here. That would be. Yeah, one, that's two. The, that's three. the larger one, right? That would be over. That would be the one that serves here. Because number two, I think, is the one for, I think, toy toys area. She has a small unit that just does her area, her and the Rhonda, and that little lobby there. Huh. I think that's what number two is. Number three is 
think number three is this area near, but we've never had any heat issues back there, so I'm not certain. I have to. Uh, and, and then the past that that's the coil uh, for number three. I, it's a little blurry. I apologize. Sometimes they're hard to get in there. Number four, that was that, that, that's a little on this side. Remember mm. number four, um, and the coils there were real interesting. Somehow, a bunch of insulation, I guess, has gotten in there. Not sure how that would have happened, but that looked like the insulation that we were walking on up, up yeah. there. I don't know when it would have gotten sucked in, um, but that's not a major deal as compared to being dirty. But it is; it needs to be cleaned yeah. because that's going to slow the airflow down and cause bacteria to get to that wet, moist um, insulation. Then went to number five. Uh, that's number five there. That's that's the one that's right here um, above me. It's got a sump pump there, the which is kind of surprising. I couldn't figure out why they have a sump pump, except that maybe to make this turn easier. Uh, but that needs to be checked on a quarterly basis to make sure that's that's pumping. Um, this condensate line is it's just interesting. You know, it comes out, it goes down, it goes into this sump pump, and then this tube goes down and around and pumps it down in there. So I don't know why that. <laughs> Couldn't figure out why that that was that way. Schizophrenic, eh? <laughs> you know what we have is that you know where my office is. Yes, ma'am. Is that in order for us? Here's how it currently works. In order for Lori and I to be, let me think about this. To be warm in the winter. They have to, they up front where Eddie is, they have to wear jackets and be freezing. And in the summer, in order for us to be, in order for them to be cool up front, we have to be freezing in our offices. Mm. It's like really cold. Yeah, I remember in the last meeting you said something about, you know, it, it, it's hard to, it's hard to please everybody. It's got a, but I didn't realize it was that, that much of a difference. No, it's, it's a major, it's a I, major I'm, difference. And I believe a lot of it. I'm, I'm curious where this one, this unit four or no five, uh, works. Yeah, well, no, I was wrong. Five is the one that five is the last here one. And the I think here going back that one. Let me show her these. So these are the coils for five. Um, this was the worst. I'm gonna pass these over. So where's five? Five is the one that we had that issue that's right above here before that we had to redo this sealer. Pass these over to her. But these are, this is airflow issues out the yin yang on this one. It, it's not flowing through there correctly. Mm -hmm. So, with that being clogged, with that being clogged, it's that needs to be cleaned out on at least every year. Um, all the air that's blowing in this room, I guess, is blowing through that junk. Um, that's going to cause, if, if this is not clean, it's going to cause the compressor to go out. And that's the big dollars because it, it's going to cause that compressor to have to push more air and work double time, you know, to really get it through there. And that's when we see compressors start to fail early. Normally they go out between six and eight years. Um, Normally, the lifespan of an entire unit is about 15 years in the southeast. 
So you normally have to replace about a, every, every, every unit about two compressors in that lifespan. Uh, sometimes we see them go out year three, year four, if that's not being clean. Mm -hmm. Is it unusual in a building this size to have all these different systems? I mean, is there... Is, they're, pretty, they're pretty... They're not all that different. They're all splits. Um, I've seen sometimes where you have many splits, and then you have pack, you know, split units, and you got package units, and you got chillers and boilers. And so, I mean, it, this is pretty... Pretty straightforward. So there's no unit that, that takes care of a building this size? Uh, one unit in the itself. whole place? It'd be another, I wouldn't recommend it'd it. It'd be in another room somewhere. I don't know that I'd recommend it. Because sure. it, you know, you're putting all your eggs in one basket. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. There's an office on Divine Street that I just um, helped sign up. And he, he, they were down from December until August um, from cooling. And they had to have temporary units in because it took so long to get a, a, a unit installed because they had December one December to August. They had one big unit up 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 top that did the whole thing. It was a thirty ton unit, but it, it did the entire office space. But that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. But the problem with that is when one goes out, yeah, yeah, you're you know, yeah, you're, 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 wow. you're stuck. <laughs> um, so then we went outside. Um, so these are I don't know how much you've seeing that down there i just wanted to show you. that is like an I, I see it on a regular basis that's when I come in okay and i look at it because well, I keep, they're all I, down there on the side uh -huh, i'm the one that keeps saying these trees keep growing back well um it looks better than it has looked it's the truth of the matter mm. but you have to have big old trees in there yeah the but first I, the I first unit was a brand new unit that was the one that we worked on mm -hmm. uh, nothing wrong there except the you know, once a quarter when we come in, we'll help keep it cleaned around around there. We'll help keep all those weeds pulled around there and, and the vines off of them. Um, when we got on down into the, uh, not the first set, but the second set and the third set, um, the the coils on the outside were really need to be chemically cleaned. That's where we just use coil cleaner and spray it and let it sit. And then it, all that stuff falls off um, wash it out real well. There was also some issues. Well, and, and, and that's really important too, because all, all the airflow, it can't go through there. So that compressor is going to have to work overtime, causing it to wear out quicker. This insulation was falling off, uh, or had fallen off, had fallen off. You can see it on the ground, like it's split open. Mm -hmm. um, so what that's doing is it's causing the, it, it's cooling the refrigerant in the, in the condensing unit, it's cooling it down and then it's sending it through that line. And if it's not insulated, then it's just losing all that coldness as it goes on. So uh, there's a couple of little photos about. What's this over here? That's a shot up, up looking into the coils that, that need to be cleaned. It's just where, gotcha. and, and that happens a lot when people are cutting the grass and they shoot the grass in there and they, or, or when they're uh, over time, a little bit builds up and then it gets to where it's caked and the air can't get through there. Um, so for home units, what are pe do people, are people supposed to be getting their home units clean quarterly or something? Yes, ma'am. Uh, and most of them don't once do, a, do they? Right, right. Just like what Vernon was saying, where they come once a, uh, at the startup of the summer months, yeah, they come twice start a year. up at the winter months, uh, twice yeah, a year. Come do it and clean it and everything right. like that. And Make sure the yard guy will come by and 
<laughs> then he'll come every two, what, every, was it, every two weeks or uh-huh. twice a month, yeah. So uh-huh. you got that fighting against them coming out every twice a year or, or even once a year. Do we have people coming out twice a year to clean our stuff? Yeah. We do? Yeah, they come out and they clean at the beginning but of the What are they cleaning? Yeah. They're not cleaning everything. I know they're definitely doing the outside. It looks like they're no, like not getting the inside very well. Okay. Well, so you asked about your house. I didn't do my house until I got work until I started working here. I never had had my preventative maintenance on my house done until my daughter one day was like, "Daddy, daddy, there's water coming through my fan." And sure enough, the drain pan up there had overflowed because the line some animal had a little moth or something and started a nest inside the condensate line during the winter when it wasn't working much. And so it overflowed and I realized we need to be doing PM on my house just like I'm doing it for these businesses and seeing these kind of things, yeah, it builds up over time. And uh, so uh, this is another one on the, like unit four down there on the back. Uh, when I was, the, the electrical there was an issue uh, on that older unit. I don't know if there was some work done on it recently, but the, the, <coughs> Right, the little disconnect hatch was open, and there's there's some wiring down here that I've passed that uh, I'm not sure what was going on there. Wiring on that that particular one, it was like it was duct, you know, electrical tape together. Mm-hmm. Have you guys had work on it or issues that you know of? Uh, they were doing work. I think I thought it was down at the end where the first ones that were the one that y'all installed. That one, no, yeah, front, yeah, 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 the very, the yeah. very front. Okay. Uh, well, that, that we were having, wait, let me, so I can yeah, understand. Sure. So we were having work done on one they had installed. No, remember with the electrical issue there, where they were right. saying that there was. Something right. was ungrounded and right, right, right. Were, yeah. that's right. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. We but were that's having. before they put put theirs in, right? Mm, no, it's right at the same time. Actually, after because they still came in and had to do it because they had to get the electrician had to come in after. That's so, right. Because yeah. the grounds people were getting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. this was this looked like an older yeah that's, uh, uh, electrical repair or something done and I was just curious it, it, it needs to be watched because I don't want somebody to tag you know mm-hmm. get popped by that same with this this was a uh, right under the disconnect if the, the wires look like they were um, sun exposure if we're not careful mm-hmm. that'll be you know I'm afraid somebody will get electrocuted or it, it'll cause a short one day if it, if it gets if it stays like that. So what do we do about that? that Cover it up? No, the, Pro- that one. Shore it up. A, yeah. It looks like probably maybe one of the yard guys might have maybe a little stepped bit. on a lean against it and pulled it from That's like a watertight fitting. Right. So it goes and screws, screws in and tightens it by tension. So if somebody was to like accidentally coming around it, push on it, or kind of step on it in the wire, it could pull it, you know, pull it into that, that sheathing off of there. So what do we do to get that straight? Nah, just screw that back on. Let's have to go ahead and see that. It was... How do you keep it from happening again? Uh, I'd have to see how it's 
down there. I mean, if it's down there and not anchored to a wall or something like that, where somebody step on it, then that would mean like a little. And, and this is a matter of just. Yeah, well, that's closed. Yeah, we closed that while we're down there. Okay. There was standing water behind this one, and I, my only thought would be to. Um, let's take the condensate elbow and bring it on down so it goes on down the hill a little bit longer. And mm -hmm. that's a you know, two-foot piece, 10-foot piece, whatever it takes. Yeah. But um, that, that also, the very last unit, it was covered in these vines, and, and the, not to mention the vines, but there was, this part was, it was exposed and it didn't have insulation on there. Um, I would encourage that, that we definitely keep the vines off the, the, over there, but that's something we would do on our quarterly PM is to rip all those off. If you'll pass through those, that, that shows the insulation issue there. So like I said, it, it's cooling the, cool, the, the refrigerant down, getting it really hot or really cold, depending on what season, and then it's sending to that line, and as, as it, if it's not insulated, it's just going to be absorbing whatever temperature is out there, and it's not going to be as effective as it can be. And that last unit was just, uh, just caked. Um, the the coils there, I don't think they've been cleaned for a long time. Just really, really caked. We've never had anybody come in and clean all this stuff ever. I think th they're probably doing a, like a test and inspect. They're, they're testing it, yeah. but I and I'm uh, I'm just for what I could tell that that was not done in the last year or two years. It you looks like testing like. Put the gauges on it. Yes, it's got refrigerant. Yes, it's running, but not put three hours into taking the covers off, spray spray it with foam, cleaning it out real well, get the leaves out from inside, pull the vines off. Just labor. It, it's just labor hour, cleaning hours. That's what we call it. Um, the new unit. So now we'll move to the the, the new unit. This is up in the. I'm not showing issues, I'm just showing what needs to be done on this one. It's going to take some time to, to get up there and clean that out uh, when we do our PM checks. It, it also needs the tablets and it also needs to be cleaned out like we're talking about. That's a little tricky because there was a bookshelf right, when you walk right in that door and turn left, there's a there's like a, ca a cabinet, ca yeah. cabinet or a cupboard or something. Mm -hmm. uh, so. It needs to be done, but we'll just have to coordinate with somebody to get in there and, and move Where that out of the way. Um, is it room 11 or 12 or 2? Or? Yeah. Is it downstairs? Yes, one downstairs where they put the new units up. The, but the new unit is in the ceiling above that room. Uh, and, and this is the, just to show you how big it is. That's your big boy. That's a seven and a half ton. That's obviously the largest one you got here. Is that the one y'all did? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And it, it had a huge filter, a nice four-inch filter. Um, that's not a standard filter there, but that was up in the hallway. We found where it was. It was up in the hallway, so we have to get the ladder and get up there. Um, that's huge. That's huge. It's a big one. It's a big one. It's in the ceiling above. It's over a couple rooms. Yeah, yeah, actually, it extends over a couple rooms, actually, now to the hallway. Where? Um, downstairs, like I said, if you're downstairs in the dining area and you go to that doorway, uh -huh. um, like if you're going to go then to the left and to the right, back out. Right. There's two bedrooms there. It's above those, gotcha. mainly above that last one, but it also comes in the hallway in front of that first gotcha. bedroom. Okay. 
Um, all right, so, so as far as the pricing goes, so these are the three different options here. For, for the $467 a month, it would cover the full coverage program. So for 467, for under 500 bucks a month, basically, there won't be any more compressors that go out. If we sign up and uh, you know, today or tomorrow and the compressor goes out next week, that would be on us. Uh, any kind of motors, uh, anything that would go wrong, uh, you'd have all, all of the preventative maintenance, the test and inspect once a quarter, preventative maintenance repairs, emergency service calls. So that any kind of service calls that you'd have, there wouldn't be a charge for it. It would be covered. Uh, the better program would be 267 a month. And that would be the quarterly test and inspect. And then we clean everything once a year. But if something breaks, we'll just bill you for it. If uh, compressor goes out, we'll say, hey, this is what it's gonna cost. Um, It'll take us about six hours to replace or whatever, and we'll bill you for it. The, the, the good option is not one that I'm recommending for this situation, but the good option is where we would come by once a quarter, do a test and inspect, uh, and, and, but then we'd let you know when things need to be cleaned. If it needs to be cleaned, we'll, we'll tell you how many hours it'll take, and then if you have trouble calls or uh, repairs, all that would be billed as well. We'll pass this around just so we can talk about it a little bit more. It, it's, it, it, I'll let you look at it. When you say, um, Test and inspect. Um. Test and inspect is the industry term for coming out and putting the gauges on it, make sure the refrigerants charge correctly, right. making sure all the bearings and pulleys and um, belts and all are, are working correctly. The coils are working properly. The 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 P-traps tra working properly. It's not doing cleaning and it's not doing any kind of repairs. But it's it's coming out and putting eyes on each piece of equipment. Mm. Uh, you basically got six condensers outside and six pieces up in the attic. Uh, that's what test and inspect means. It it's not. It's kind of what you have going on right now, the test and inspect. They're coming out twice a year, letting you know when there's a problem, and then saying, hey, this needs to be fixed, this needs to be fixed. Um, what on, what on this, which one of these, uh, and I'm just not okay. zeroing in for some reason, which one of, of these uh, under services items covers, covered, um, covers the getting, this, getting and keeping this stuff cleaned? so that it's running at maximum capacity. Good questions. That would be the better and the best program. I know, but I'm saying is it uh, repair and replace Pre labor? The preventative maintenance. Uh, preventative maintenance labor, okay, gotcha. Yes, ma'am, that's the labor of, of doing okay. all the proper belt alignments or uh, greasing of the equipment, cleaning the coils, you know, getting all this cleaned up. Um, 
that's that's the preventative maintenance piece of it. Yeah. And that's the most important part of the whole pile. That's what's going to keep it lasting the longest. That's the best in you know, protecting the investment of Austin Wilkes. With, so with the best, let's say, we took over that and get everything back, let's say get everything clean where it's running, then something goes out, a part goes out. That's y'all take care of it. That's, right. that's all covered. All year long, if anything goes wrong. But now, to... if something goes wrong, I say, okay, the whole compressor goes out. That's covered or is that? That's covered. The only thing not covered is the actual coil. We call it movable parts. So anything that moves and that can break because of wear and tear, because it's getting old and not and falling apart, that's movable parts. That's anything like that's covered. If somehow that gets a puncture in the coil, mm. that's we'll have to quote that and charge you for that. If the whole unit dies for some reason, we're not covering that. But we're seeing 10, 15 year long life expense extensions on life expectancy because we're taking care of them the right way. But to answer your question, yes, compressors, um, that's the high The dollar. motor, any of the motors, motors in the air right. handler, anything like that, but no coils, but if it just dies straight the out. The coils look good. I yeah. really didn't see any issues. I, there's been some I go to where it's just rusted almost through, you know, mm -hmm. and, and they're really old. I would have sh shown that to you. They really look good. They just need to be cleaned real well mm. and cleaned on a regular basis. That's my. You, you know, for me, this is kind of like a. Um, it's like insurance. Kind of, well, it's kind of like your house too. You know, I mean, there are a lot of people that live in dirty houses, and you can still live there, but the Lord knows. That's, I mean, that's why I'm a housekeeper. Well, this kind of stuff we're seeing, you know, folks, allergies. Well, what you go away? You know, asthma doing? goes away, right? You know, I think about that. People I mean, get sick, and I'm, I'm yeah. not not trying to build unnecessary fear, sure. but we're all breathing the air, and, and if, exactly. it's not, if it's not clean and not getting through the clean coils, exactly. uh, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah and, and of course, and Vernon knows this, and I'm sure you do too. I mean, like, in fact, I've already today had somebody say to me, I didn't know there was mold across the street. And I'm like, tell me how. It's underneath, mm -hmm. and Vernon's taking care of it. Because mm -hmm. you were telling me about the whatever. Yeah. Okay. But all I'm saying is, God knows people nowadays. You know, I, the Internet's a great thing. But you say one little, I mean, the, the words that just trigger people, besides mold, what's that? And there's another one. Um, With asbestos? Well, of course, that's just yeah. yeah. But uh, it's a miracle. How, how did we all live for so long? And all of a sudden, all this stuff. So, so two, two quick things, and I know you've got meetings after me, so I'm trying to be conscious of time that's here. Okay. Okay. Um, we, you'll have access to a portal if you decide to go with this, and, and you'll be able to log in and see any maintenance records that we do and, and look at all kinds of timelines. This is just showing, it says, the customized tasking. So for each piece of equipment, when the guy shows up, he's got to check off that he did each of these things in his computer. Um, that'll be so you can pull it up if you ever need it for an inspection. Mm -hmm. I know you guys have tons of inspections. They might look at this kind of thing one day. Uh, it, they haven't um, yet, they haven't. No, actually we do, um, when we do our um, 
full monitorings for the year, they require us to have an airflow test. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I know y'all do that. We do that. that for our, yeah. I think y'all cover our Florence and Charleston, I believe. Mm-hmm. Y'all do it there. Yeah, it's it's pretty standard. Yeah. It takes about two hours per unit. We'll go mm-hmm. through, give you a report. What, what do we do for Central? Um, Somebody else? I think, I'm not sure. I don't think y'all do Central. I'm not certain who, because I think at one time we are doing air necessities, but then when I stopped using them all together, I think, I'm not certain if the guys who we do now, if they do it, or I might have called y'all because I know I, I know I use y'all for in Charleston so I might have looked at that and say oh let me well it, it sounds like you're familiar with yeah <laughs> whereas it, this is just our core mission and the only part I wanted to just share was we have this little thing called DLTB don't let things break with that full coverage program our whole mindset our whole model is if, if it looks like it's going to go replace it because we don't want a service call. Our whole business model, we're doing our P&L at the end of the month. We say, oh, we had seven service calls. God, you know. We don't make money on service calls, obviously, because we, we, we would like to have no service calls if we, for all the clients on the full coverage program. That, so we're, don't let things break. Our, our technicians are trained and, and it's in the mind of, if it looks like it's about to fail or gonna fail soon, let's just go ahead and replace it. And that's the, the mentality that you need if you have 18 people staying in your in your place to keep up, you know, keep it running full time. But Along with upstairs, how many staff we have up here? I don't need to know. Some days there's two, some days there's 20. <laughs> One thing that I really like that, that I, I mentioned last time, but you mentioned how you got a guy named Johnny that you said, you know, only send Johnny. I think you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, this is some of the paperwork that our, our guys fill out, but it, you know Tyler was the primary technician, and so he's there'll be one person assigned to this facility that he knows where everything is, he knows mm-hmm. what problems you've had, so that there's no there's yeah. a lot of history there that you don't have to educate the guy every time he shows up. Yeah, yeah, you go up there, it's that one. I promise you, it's that. Uh, and, and, and then a supervisor comes by and and checks everything on on a regular basis too to make sure that he's doing what he says he's doing, but. A lot of checks and balances that come with this, um, and then I know I'll pass this to Vernon. This is this is your equipment inventory. Um, part of the, the way the way we came up with the pricing is I didn't just shotgun it or you know shoot it off the hip. It's based on serial numbers and exactly what it is. Sure. We put it in there. So when it comes time to maybe you say, hey, let's look at Florence or let's add a building over here. When that time comes, we don't have to have an hour-long meeting about it. A lot of times, people know that the pricing is the what the pricing is based on the amount of equipment. If it's a lot, it's going to be a little bit more, but it's not it's not randomized. It's based on labor hours. Right. And like I told you in that first meeting, and I just finished with this, what you guys have been doing is more of a reactive way. This is a set flat amount that the savings over time from the equipment not breaking is where it's hard to imagine now but that blue area is where it adds up over time when things aren't breaking everybody's happy and it's flowing like it's supposed to flow that what you mentioned when it's really cold over here and kind of perfect over there a lot of that is airflow issues so 
not, not getting through the coils, whether the outside coils or the upstairs coils, that air not flowing through there is going to slow down. Well, let me ask you this. It's, 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 about, more, it's actually more, that, that is actually more of a balance issue. I think um, what it is, um, is pushing more towards one side than the other. Could be. And like I said, the guys, I have the guys come through there and they choked off some of it to reduce some of the air going to this, to push it. To kind of bounce out, it's kind of leveled out since since they've done it. Then y'all been a little more. I know Eddie said he's been more. Eddie and Sean and and uh, Kyle said they've been more comfortable up front. So yeah, we, and we also had the windows. Yeah, yeah, and had that. Yeah, that was also a thing that yeah, yeah, thousand degrees coming there, just cooking the poor well, guy up front. But something what like, you did might have fixed it. Yeah, but what I'm saying, something like that. Like say, if we discover an issue, if there's an issue like that where something needs to be. Readjust the rebounds. Like maybe some duct needs to be re redone, re you know sure. resized to do something like that. Is that included in the uh, maintenance, or is that something that's going to be outside of that? Great, great question. So well, normally, that some kind of thing like that would be called a project, mm -hmm. and that's not included in the maintenance. However, what we always say is before we go doing any kind of projects. That the first step is to shore up the system. Yeah, make sure everything so is we gotta going get the way it's every one of these yeah. flowing like they're supposed to, and that they're the, the refrigerants are right like charged the way they're supposed to be. Mm. Mainly cleaning, uh, and then establish a performance baseline, which like at, at startup, all the equipment is going to be at where it's supposed to be. That's what we call it startup. Mm. Um, and now I will tell you that sometimes in, in the startups, if we go in there and we find a pre-existing condition. It's just like if you go get health insurance and they're like, I'm sorry, you got a pre-existing condition. We can't insure a piece of equipment if we walk up there and it's got issues that need to be fixed and you guys don't fix it. Mm. So we'll, we'll, we'll say, hey, this, this one needs a compressor. I don't think you have that problem today, but I like to tell people that so they're not surprised. But that's just getting it up to where we can maintain it, yeah. move forward, you know. Uh, and then... Uh, the. Last part is assess the findings and make recommendations and then execute improvements. So if we, do, if we need a duct, that might be six months from now after we realize we've done all we could do and everything's running like it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we might need a tweak or two. But no, that's normally not covered in the preventative maintenance program. Okay. And that, I don't think you need it at this point. I think what we probably should, my recommendation would be to clean it up and let's see how it works, you know, going into winter and uh, the rest of the summer. I don't think we're out of summer yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Sooner than later. What other questions, Vernon? Uh, well, that pretty much covers, covers me. Uh, as far as the warranty, I know you mentioned a lot about the warranty on that big piece of equipment. We would be able to work very closely if anything breaks on that to cover the warranty, send the part back, no problem, of course. Um, but the the labor is included in it. Knowing that it's one year old, there's not gonna be a lot of breakdowns in there. So, so that's all factored into that, that PM plan. I know you guys mentioned that was a, you'd like to see us make, maintain that one that we installed. Yeah. Uh, I went ahead and did the whole system. So you can see it's not that much more, I don't think, for peace of mind you guys would have. Well, um, let us uh, chat a little bit and... Um, sure. Um, 
Yeah. Actually, looks pretty good. Probably, I would say, probably need to get with Kevin and have him pull up like maybe the last year or two of the unit repairs and bills that we've been doing, you know, at the building, kind of get an idea right. of where we're at, you know, and compare that to, you know, I guess looking at the, the 56 or the 32 a yeah. year, yeah. which, you know, like I said, we're paying that, you know, close to that or getting close to that coming in, you know, then. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm leaning to going with the, you know, the, whatever the green is over there. Yeah, with the best yet, I swear. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm leaning towards, but, but, uh, I'm, but let, let me talk with my finance folks just to see where Absolutely. So, so the next question is, okay, and we're not going to sit on this forever, okay? I, I don't have time to do all that, uh, and you don't either. Um, what do you need? Where do we go from here? Just have Vernon call you or what I would, me call you? Or normally what I would do is that if, if you're leaning toward one, I, I would normally bring my a folder with the agreement in there so you could read over that. It's pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. But I, I normally bring that by and uh, I can help you with the financial analysis piece if you want. Sometimes people want to see that. Uh, I, uh, but it's pretty straightforward. I, we would just set up a... Um, what we call the startup meeting. That's where I like to bring over our service manager and the lead technician that'll be, <coughs> so, so you can meet him, um, put a face with a name of who you'll be working with. But that's the startup meeting. And once we put pen to paper and agree on the, you know, for under 500 bucks or a month. I'm curious, is your, is your pricing determined by, in other words, does it vary from building to building depending on the size of the building? It's only depending on the equipment. That's what I'm saying. So yes, depending on the amount of equipment that you had to build and the Correct. price varies. So. Exactly. And that's gotcha. what I was showing you about equipment inventory. Right. It's very detailed. I had to right. get those serial numbers so that I know all the information we need to know. Some of them have heat pumps, some of them don't have heat pumps. Yeah. If it's got a heat pump, we gotta spend more time on it and it's got more liability, things can break on it. So it's gonna be a little bit more. Yeah. If you've got a, say the Greenville office has three units, it's gonna be a lot less than you with six. Uh, it's only based on, it's not based on the square footage, it's based on the amount of equipment and what kind of equipment, how old the equipment. Mm -hmm. Things that are 25 years old are gonna break a lot quicker than things that are one year old. So all, all that's plugged into the... And I'm not saying that we're going this route, but if we, because right now I don't know, but, sure, sure. you know, because, I mean, with the buildings that we have, we got a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it'd be, it'd probably be, uh, wouldn't be a bad idea if we ever got to the point where we... Yeah, just did the whole thing. We did the whole thing, but, I, you know, we got across, we got this... Yeah, you got across the street. We got Bull Street. Bull Street. Yeah. You got Charleston. Does Florence count as three buildings or two buildings? Uh, two. So because yeah, that, boys that, just that have that connected. Oh no, I didn't even think about that. That with that, I would I would think that would still count as two because it's still connected and there's only a little just a little single P tac unit over there. Oh good. So 
you know, that one. And nobody even really uses that. The guys go in there, you said that's, that's the weight room now. Okay. So they go in there, half times they leave it off because they want to sweat and stuff like that. While sweat it off, out. sure. Yeah. So two here at Bull Street, one in Charleston, two in Florence. Yeah, two and then in the youth home here. Yeah. And then the two, two in Greenville. And if we get that contract, we'll have another one. Yeah. So right now we're looking at nine buildings mm -hmm. in Charleston, Florence, Columbia, and Greenville. Because yeah. uh, in Spartanburg, yeah, Spartanburg, we yeah, Spartanburg we rent, and we're going to be renting a new one. Uh, the other one is the other part, the other SSVF is a rental with them, so that's something that we right, don't touch right, anything right. there either. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, well, I, I know. Um, one building at a time, but right, yeah. <laughs> what, what we'll do is. I'd love to make you happy with this. Right, and, exactly. And show, use this as an example. Mm -hmm. uh, do you cover the I'd entire like state, do you have counterparts in other parts? Um, I would be coordinated. I, I'd be coordinated with the people that are in the Charleston and Greenville, right, and, right, and right. be kind of the middleman for now. But uh, just so I don't have to drive up there to, you know. I do. Why not? Come on. No, I can't. But, <laughs> no, I'm not, I, I I'm fine. Say I'll jump in your truck. <laughs> jump in your car. We can work on all those details. What I would like for you to do is get the experience of our team, our, our, the support right. staff, the billing department, all that's part of the customer experience that I right. think you'll, you'll find is we're the best in the region is what I've, that's why I came to work for. <laughs> you know, it's not just about the technicians in the field that know what they're doing. It's the, it's all the support staff that are, are there behind them. So, and you talked with them this morning about an invoice. So. <laughs> is that who, yeah, was that a, You with somebody, I, I'm not sure. I think it's another company. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't Total yeah, Comfort? Yeah, it's D&B. Um, I, I, yeah. I thought you said it was Total Comfort. It's an electrical company. company. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the electricians it, that y'all sent out. Yeah, it's, it's the electricians that y'all sent out. Yeah, I try to get with them and see exactly if, there's, if they're missing something. There's something yeah, that they need. She, all she want to know is where to send the bill. They send the oh. bill. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Beautiful. So that's great. Well, we're, I'm looking to create a partnership here, not just, you know, Sign you up and roll on down the road. I'm, I've right. been here in Columbia my whole life, and I'm trying to help people. So I want to do you a good job. Where'd you go to school? Dutch Fork, and then I went to Clemson. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Did we talk about that earlier? You a Tiger fan? About my, I mean, my son had a black you know, I went to Lander undergrad. Okay. Started my master's at Clemson, and I dated at Clemson. Are you a fraternity by chance? I was in AGR, Alpha Gamma Rho. Oh, okay, yeah. He was a sick guy, but was out of the, I, we were there when it was, when it was locals, <laughs> and then became nationals. Love it. Yeah, it was Alpha Gamma, Alpha anyway, um, my husband was a KA in Western Carolina. Nice. But anyway, I started my master's at Clemson, but finished at Carolina, because guy I was dating at the time, did not marry, but thought we were going to, anyway. Uh -huh. I came back to Columbia. Calls you to reach transfer. So huh? when I got my diploma from Carolina, my master's degree, I had a hand draw a tiger phone, a piece of parchment paper. <laughs> and so when you look next time you're in my office, if you if you look at my Carolina diploma, there's a faint hint of a tiger phone. Love it. We got it framed flush with the Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had people say that's a blasphemy and they go, You can't yell for both teams, you gotta yell for one or the other and I go, Well, I yell for both of them until the big game. When the big game comes, 
my blood runneth orange. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Even though I'm probably one That's of the few yeah. people that went from the seventh to the tenth grade and worked, finished my master's degree in the same building at Wardlaw College at University of South Carolina because from the thirties or forties until the I think the thirties till the till sixty six, there's a school called University High School on the Carolina campus. Wow. And it was a school back way back when when women were going becoming teachers, they didn't want them going to all over the place to practice teach. So they had this school called University High School. It was the seventh to the twelfth grade. Your parents paid a hundred dollars a year. The grand total of everybody there, seventh through twelfth grade was three hundred people. Mm. And I, we, we were at University High right there at Lord Law College. So Same. people don't know that history, but they closed the end of my sophomore year. So I had to finish at the old Columbia High School. Wow. Junior, senior year. Then that's when I worked work the switchboard at Davis Hospital. You know what a Lily Tomlin switchboard is? Mm. You know where you pull a cord out? Oh, wow. And you plug one in. Is that what they call it? Then they ringy dingy, yeah. And then you pull another one. You, 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 it, it, it lights up. So you pull a cord and put, put it in. And then when they say, right, room 310, okay. You pull another cord and you plug it in and you take this button and pull it that way and it rings up. <laughs> Just like Lily Tomlin. <laughs> ringy dingy. I love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it's a, God, how old are you? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, love it. I have wonderful memories. <laughs> I'm gonna write a series one day. But anyway, so well, thank you for your time. I really yes, appreciate ma'am. it. Well, and and want to um, do a good job. Uh, we'll have a conversation. Uh, Kevin's already gone for the day. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. And um, I still would love to get uh, the last 13 months of power bills. If there's any way I could get those. Because that's going to show. Sure. I know I can save you thirty percent of those power bills on cleaning the coals alone, uh, for, you know, from the heating and cooling side of it. That, well, you that's know, an just, important piece of that pie, you know. Just environmentally. Right. I mean, you know, I know, I know not everybody talks about. We do. What's going on? <laughs> but I do. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And and for another thing that you may or may not know, but um, his um, the owner of his company. I guess he's the only, he's the only owner of Jim, uh, Jim Reynolds. His father and Jim, the current owner, or I was in the Columbia Rotary Club mm-hmm. with both of them, and both of them were past. I think his daddy was I'm pretty sure past presidents of the club, as I am. And so we all all I'm saying is. I, they come from what my mom used to say. They come from good stock. <laughs> and you still, and I'm not I got to mind my people. You, you, you got gems on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jim on speed dial. I just know that. Because you called him when you had problems. You called him when you needed us. I knew I had met the, I guess it's Christy, the GM now. She is. Yes, ma'am. I don't know her last name. Christy. Eatson. Eatson, anyway. I had met her one time at Rotary, but I didn't remember her name. Sure. Save on me. I need to take that. I used to teach the Del Carnegie course, if you know what that is. You oh, know, yeah. Remember names of they? So we used to cut up, so we need to take that same Carnegie course. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah, I did call Jim. That's exactly what I called. I love it. You know, you call who you know. But if I drop dead, they better auction this off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. That's well, a whole lot of people in there. 
some good contact. And, and uh, one more thing, Bernard, these photos were not meant to, you know, you're stretched thin, you're over a lot of buildings. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to work with you, augment what you've got going right now and not try to step in your backyard, you know what I mean? Oh, no. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I talk to facility guys and they get very possessive, like, oh, that's my chiller, that's my boiler, you know, and it's like, hey, man, I'm here to help. <laughs> you got a lot to do, don't you? <laughs> you know? Not here to take the chiller. Yeah, not here to take the job, man. <laughs> you got plenty to do. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Forgive me for not staying. Uh, no up. problem. Thank you, Vernon. Anyway, thank you.